Welcome to Green Room Radio. Back at it. We have some special guests in the building. Uh, he goes by the name of Teacher. <laughs> or something, something like that. And then we got uh, uh, Shenanigans. Paper back. Town Podcast. What's up? Back again. Shenanigans is back. Wearing them gang colors, that new orange they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That lumberjack gang. You know, <laughs> Lumber <laughs> gang. Oh, wow. Starting already. Yeah. No, I'm so, happy to be back, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Happy it's to always be, good to be here, We love to have you. Yeah. So, so, so what's up with you, teacher? What, what, what is? I, I didn't get to do my full research on you. I know you're a graffiti artist in L.A. Yes, Legendary. Sir. That's Legend. that's correct. Well, thank. You. It's awesome when someone else says it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was gonna say it, but since he did first, here we go. <laughs> well, he's my sponsor. It's a better, so, it's a better yeah. introduction. Like I said, I'm his, I'm his uh, podcast. Uh, co-host man so i got hype man you know you, you know what i mean Hell hey yeah. where's our t-shirts <laughs> t-shirts yeah i see he's got a t-shirt on it oh well that, I oh mean, yeah that's right okay we'll bring some next time we'll bring some next time for sure all right man, we'll, make, make you know, sure you do i'm gonna write that down yeah our patrons man so we always really support i mean thank you know her for supporting our podcast straight from the beginning man and we do send you guys some goodies right I, so, we got all, all the time. Out here. Hopefully, we, we'll send we uh, them, them some them T-shirts next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I am kind of. I'm not. I'm not. I don't follow the street art, although I love the street art. Yeah. So you guys are just gonna have to fill us in here. I don't know about Super James. He's. Yeah, we need history. He just. Uh, <coughs> he just started speaking English. He's from <laughs> Mexico, so he's, he's learning. But uh, but yeah, if you could just walk us through this whole street art thing and how how you got your start and. Um, I actually stuff. started off. I've been an artist all my life. Like ever since I can remember drawing as a little kid and everything. And then out of high school, I went to an art school thanks to my art teacher, Miss Brogdon at, uh, at Palm Beach High School. Okay. I was going to make sure you said you weren't going to say your art school is prison. You look like it, right? That, a little bit. That, that comes a little later in the story. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. Let him, let him get into it. <laughs> but no, so this teacher, man, what, what made you, her inspire you, man? Oh, she was beautiful. She's actually, <laughs> there he is. Oh, okay. she, had, uh, she was very pretty. She had a wonderful body. She had big boobs. And one of her, actually, of course, all the other guys as well. But one of my favorite things was when she would come by the desk to look at what you've been working on. She would always, you know, like lean down and you could just look straight down her, <laughs> she, her dress. Is, she would want to know how you're moving. This how the kids are learning back then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what inspired me. Yeah, yeah. One way to keep you focused. This is when they had in-person teaching. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. You, way back when. You, you kind of hope they brushed up against you. Awesome. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Hopper teacher, man. Shit. Great yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. But she actually... Uh, let me know that there was a an art school out there that I could go to that was not a regular college. I had problems with, I'm partially dyslexic, so uh, numbers would fuck up on me, and then reading and comprehension and everything. Pfft, you know, you read the paragraph, you go back and yeah, my brother's and, dyslexic, so yeah. I'm real familiar with that. Oh, yeah. So I, I was really dreading having to go to fucking college, but she's like, oh no, there's this art school, you know, and I'm like, oh. So I went to Ringling School of Art and Design. Uh, got a bachelor's degree of fine arts, which really doesn't mean a hill of crap with what I ended up doing. Where is that located at? That's cool. In Sarasota, Sarasota, Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. It's a <laughs> My, big move. Well, I was up in Northwest Florida. I'm from Destin, Florida. It's okay. a little fishing village. And um, it actually was, you know, a bigger town and, and more influences of different types. But I'd already been through all kinds of drugs and everything growing up in Destin. Mm -hmm. It's a little fishing village. It also has a, nothing else to do but drugs. 
Well, and it's tag? a tourist town. And tag? Yeah. Well, no. There was no tagging going on in really? Destin. No. What do they, they call it? What was the nickname for Destin? The Redneck Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh Lower Alabama. I mean, the man. The panhandle. Fishing charters mm-hmm. and everything. It was mm-hmm. mostly a fishing town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there was no graffiti when I was growing up there. Um, but when they were like, okay, so you want to go to an art school. So we went and checked out Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale and Ringling School of Art. And luckily, I knew myself well enough to know that if I went to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, (laughs) (laughs) and it was my first time away from home, that probably wasn't going to get much art done and be a whole lot of partying. So I figured I'd go yeah. to Sarasota, but dude, there's people partying in Sarasota. It's just fucking hard. Yeah, I was going college, man. Shit. But, you know, I, I graduated from there. And um, you seem like you were the guy, though. You know how parents will be like, oh, you know, these people influence you? No, you were the bad influence on all the kids <laughs> in this art school. Yeah, well, uh, I'd say possible. it was give and take, a little give and take. Yeah. <laughs> 96%. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, in, in Destin where I grew up, man, there's a, uh, it's in the, you know, you got the Gulf of Mexico and then there's an intercoastal that goes, uh, in between Destin and the Okaloosa Island. And so that goes back to Chalkahatchee Bay. And so basically my point is that you've got an international waterway that goes up to a bunch of private properties. <laughs> and if you know anything about drugs, then <laughs> he does. I do a little bit. It's <laughs> just open season. Um, they so get the best was... drugs in Destin, basically, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> they had the best. So I, had, I was exposed to everything uh, growing up there. And luckily, I'm just not the addictive, addictive personality type. Like um, shenanigans? Yeah, like this guy right here, you know. <laughs> um, or Reeves. You know, I, 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 yeah. I, Reeves. From what I've read and researched and everything, been told I'm the type that's like the dabbler. You know, I can try something out and then leave it the fuck alone Let's move on yeah. i think you dabbled in yeah. like everything man. just about <laughs> yeah, you know, i'm not gonna stick a needle in my arm yeah, that's the one yeah. thing i'm not gonna do you know i'm not gonna stick a needle in my arm or anything like that but pretty much everything else yeah yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> well you know i'm an artist yeah you gotta so, experiment right um you know i owe it to myself you know and did you ever stick one of those e-pills in your butt <laughs> no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i haven't either people <laughs> always say that and they're I always like, that too. They and I'm like i'm like did you do it and they're like no <laughs> They're like, wait, hold on, did you? You got to answer first, and then I'll give you one. I want somebody to confirm I have it. a friend, <laughs> yeah. a friend who has tried it that didn't I've, die. So, I've I mean, seen a friend do it. Yeah, yeah, Didn't yeah. die. That's all he had to say about yeah, it was yeah, they exactly. didn't die. I, mean, I always felt like, you know, if you do that kind of shit, like, you're bypassing some sort of stomach membrane. It goes, a filter or something? Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know <laughs> I, I, you know, I... I, I up your butt is a little too intense for me. Man. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I got an exit only policy there. <laughs> yeah. Man. So then, okay, so um, basically, once I finished up with art school, um, I realized that what I studied to do just was not going to happen. How long was the art school for? Well, it was a three year art school, and then you do another year of liberal arts to get your bachelor's degree of fine arts. And like I said, you know, bachelor's degree of fine arts. Maybe if you're going to go get your master's and then go do something that has, you know, like some kind of schooling or some shit like that, you're going to be a teacher or, or a historian yeah. or specialize in it, yeah. and you don't need that shit. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the skills that I have now, I could have gotten from just going to vocational schools or hanging out with artists, which so, is I mean, what I highly recommend for artists coming up now. Well, that's what I hear a lot of tattoo people. I mean, they say, you know, it's, it's hands-on. Yes. You know, they bring an assistant on. They don't go, they don't, yeah, they don't go to school. They just... 
I highly recommend apprenticeships. Totally. Apprenticeships. So if I wanted to be a street artist, I could just be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Find the right person. Can, can we kick it? <laughs> yeah. This was like teach before he was a street so, like, Yeah, so would you say for street artists, because I always tell people, especially in the music game, it's either you have it or you don't. So like I would say, like if some even somebody like you, if you were to say, Hey, I could teach you how to do art, I'd probably say, I can't do that because I just feel like I don't got it. It's one of those things I feel like you either have it or you don't. Do you feel that way? I think it comes down to what your means are with art. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're wanting to make a living on it, it's tough as fuck. You gotta be it. You know what I mean? You gotta be uh, good at marketing, you gotta be good at what you know, being an artist. Because mm -hmm. you can have you can be the best artist in the world, but if people don't like your shit then no one's going to buy it. Or if no one's going to see no, it, no one ever sees it. If no rich people like your shit, <laughs> you're not <laughs> ever going to get that much money for it, is yeah. what it comes to. It doesn't matter how good it is. So it comes down to the story that you have, you know? And a lot of times, I'm just saying, like, artists like Van Gogh, their whole lifetime, they never sold a fucking thing, man. Like, they were, like, outcasts. And then, yeah, like, but on the other hand, he would not have sold anything or none of his stuff would have sold at all if there wasn't such an incredible story about him, <laughs> you know, about how yeah. he sliced his ear off because Paul Gauguin left him. You know, and you guys know that story, right? Mason Van Gogh, he cut his own ear off. No, are we? No, no. Yeah. sorry. Real no. Van Gogh. But, <laughs> no. yeah. but yeah, was, I'm just saying they did a lot of drugs, you know, and um, he's, you know, uh, basically liked both women and men. And so his lover, Paul Gauguin, um, was another artist. Uh, they did some work together for a while, but then Paul Gauguin left him. And so he got really high. And uh, got upset and wanted to show his, you know, love for the guy and how much he missed him. So he sliced his ear off, not off completely, but a good chunk of it and put it in a box and sent it to him. So, well, I mean, that's, that's art right there. Though. That's, that's art. art. Yeah. That's art. So that is why his shit sells shit. for crazy stuff. Now. <laughs> and now, yeah. It's you know, the story. You so, never hear so another he didn't story get no, like that. He didn't, go to, he didn't go to jail. He didn't get no... no no. no, he shot himself. Well, well this is this is a, this is old time. I mean, uh, art artists from history. You know what I mean? But I'm this just from trying. The, uh, what is I guess impression? Can, can we pull era. up Starry Night? Uh, it's a crazy uh, Valentine's gift. So he cut his ear off and then mailed it to the guy whose ear it was. So fucked up. No, he mailed his ear to. The guy. He's like, I oh, he you. cut his Take own ear. ear off. Yes. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> he chased him down, yes. cut his ear off, and then <laughs> mailed it to him. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, that's some real fucked yeah, up Hopefully shit. there's some super glue. Well, I'm still it. thinking about that eye. That's end, how but. much I love you. Yeah. I gave it back after I cut <laughs> that, oh that little God. ill, that uncharted waters. That's some shit. Yeah. That would, what happened out he's there? Just, he's just plotting and planning right here. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> now he's like, now the guy probably hit him back and he's like, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, so that, that's, that's absolutely horrible. Yeah. So I went from basically uh, realizing that I was not going to be good at what I was trained to do, which was be an illustrator, um, doing like illustration for books or magazines and stuff, which basically means you got to be good at bugging people and saying, hey, check out my artwork. That's Use me for right something. There. That's why. Yeah, that's Vanguard. Oh, you yeah. guys know that, oh, right? Oh, okay. okay. So that guy cut off his fucking ear. Just, wow. <laughs> just, just and little, that's why that stuff costs so much. Right. Yeah, just, just a little art lesson for you guys. On our podcast, yeah. we talk about like modern art all the way to, we don't only talk about art, but if it comes up, you, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. yeah did, I took art history when I was in, in art school. So. Did you ever think like about that. cutting anything off? To... <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no. 
know. Right. I uh, I got tattoos. That was my my uh, release. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. My parents are like, what do you know? What do you want a tattoo? I'm like, I'm an artist. Van Gogh, cut a zero. <laughs> yeah. I gotta get some kind of fucking shit going. You know, yeah. a little blood. Yes, sir. Have you seen a tattoo on teacher's head though? This is, he's got a mean tattoo on on the back of his head. Well, no, I call I called my hairdo and the whole situation. I call it a thug it. Okay. A thug well, have you heard of a mullet? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we all know what a mullet is. Business in the front, party in the back, right? Okay, well, this is business in the front. And then... Oh, shit. The... Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, fuck. In the back. See, that's a surprise. So, wait, what did that feel like? Oh, it hurt. I did... <laughs> that's oh, the only tattoo that I did take a, uh, a Tylenol for. Um, but it didn't feel like it didn't take a damn thing. One setting? Did you do it in one setting? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was uh, about hours? an hour and a half. Oh, that's not bad. No. I mean, I'm sure it was... I mean, that. yeah. But I'm, yeah. I was going to say like four or five hours. Okay, so the reasoning, Especially the reasoning for this particular tattoo, okay, is because I used to, I used to be a model. I used to be photo model, like catalog fashion and shit like that. And I always had to be told how to have my hair. Like I had to check with my fucking agent, like, okay, what's my hair? Where do you this? want me to go? Okay, mm -hmm. you want me to go here and have it done this way and everything, mm -hmm. right? And so now that I have a family, okay, I got a wife and I have kids. Like the whole thing of trying to be impressive looking and trying to impress girls and everything just went down the fucking drain. <laughs> At this point, I don't want to look friendly and happy anymore because I've been through that life. When you look, walk around with a smile on your face and you're, you know, somewhat decent they, looking. Everyone wants people, to talk to you? People, no, they want favors. Yeah. They will fuck you over and they don't give a shit about you is what it comes down to. Okay? Is that people so, or is that L.A. people? Everywhere. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, definitely more in L.A. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. so now that I got a family and everything. I just want to look scary. And I walk around with a fucking scowl on my face. My wife just gave me a hard time for why. People think you're depressed. I'm like, good. Yeah, they don't want to you talk know to what? me. My Perfect. friends, if they're my friends and they think this is something wrong with me, they're going to come up and ask me and look at me in my face, in my eyes, okay? All these other people, fuck them, you yeah. know? So did you put that there or did you have a bald spot there and then you tattooed it or did you make the spot? <laughs> I used to rub my head every night. No, I was gonna say, a nervous tick. A nervous tick. Just ah, no. Pulling your hair out trying to get this out. I think out. the kids uh, increased, you know. Um, this isn't one of your kids, faster. is it? No. no. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It looks like it could be. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking 38 years old. It's bring your kid right to work day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, man. It does. Look, you look how you beat my fucking son. Here's the thing. Like if I went to Vietnam or something and made it. <laughs> oh, we're not at that part of the story yet. No, <laughs> not. We keep jumping parts of the story. Get it's there. Okay, so the tattoo. Water thing. All right, so that tattoo basically, I told my wife, I said, you're going to be thankful and grateful that I have that tattoo someday. Trust me on that. She's like, it's ridiculous. She wanted me to have hair transplants put in my head. And so I went and had the meeting with Dr. Ken Williams down in Orange County, LA. And you know, if it would just been the, the the procedure where they take hair from here and stick it up here, and that'd have been the end of the situation, you know, I would have done it. You know, because I don't have to. My wife has to look at this shit. You know, I don't <laughs> see it that much. So, but dude, as soon as I went in there and he started talking about, okay, do you have, uh, do you do Propecia? I'm like, no. He goes, okay, we got to get you on the Propecia. Uh, you got Rogaine going, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, look, so there's the shampoo, there's the gel, and the foam. Oh okay, God. you got to get that going. Okay, now I also have this very special thing. It's, he had this fucking hat, a baseball hat, that had these little red lights along the inside, these little red LED lights that he would wear for an hour a day, every fucking day, to help, you know, give, grow that shit back. To help grow the hair. Oh my God. So it's but like as soon the... as he said Propecia, 
I was like, uh-uh, this isn't going to happen. I thought this was just the, the process and that's it. But you're telling me there's a whole fucking lifestyle that comes along with this. Ah, <laughs> nine, no. nine hours a day. You're not no. only the... Hey, it's, okay, so it's a sacrifice. The wife wanted me to grow my hair out. And I was like, look, okay, I'll make you a deal. I'll let my hair grow out some. Because I was just buzzing it down with a, you know, with, like yours, uh, James. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I let it grow out the way it is now if you let me get a tattoo pet, you know, in the bald spot. And so that's when I, you're going to be grateful this someday. And she was. We were going to a, a gallery opening in downtown LA near uh, Skid Row, kind of a seedy area. And we were sitting at a crosswalk waiting to go across, across the street. And these three little thugs walked up in black, black socks, you know, knee high and everything. <laughs> and um, so I just very calmly reached down and retied my shoe, made sure they saw the top of my head. I also went. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing coke or some shit, right? <laughs> and then when I stood back up, they were, I mean, okay, so they walked up and they were checking out my wife and everything. She's pretty. She's beautiful. And so when I stood back up, they were not checking us out anymore. <laughs> they, across that they, they were just standing there. We're like, we leave him alone, man. <laughs> and when we got to the gallery, I said to my wife, now, sweetie, you, do you realize what happened back there? She goes, yeah, I saw that. I, I understand what happened. Fucking like, worked. I told you. Without having to say or do anything, I took care of a situation. Yeah. Nice. So, so the thug it. Thug it. <laughs> there it is. So that's what it stands for? Thug it? No. No, no the, the symbolism. So you basically have, I don't know if you want to put the camera on there again. Um, okay. So <laughs> you've got the, uh, the triangle there with the heart inside. Okay. The triangle represents peace in Africa. And I've been to Africa twice to it's Zimbabwe doing a kind of an art exchange over there. And the... It's yeah. So the triangle means peace. So I got the it's heart the inside Illuminati. the triangle. Um, well, it's a bunch of different things actually. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, now but you bring to that me, up. for me, it, yeah. it means peace with the inside the heart. So that, and, and then the spires that basically uh, you know are all around it. Um, that uh, is basically to protect it. So it's, it shows it. the peace and love for my family that I'm willing to protect. It's one of the images you designed, though, right, basically? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And anytime, uh, sometimes when gangsters see any kind of knife yeah. symbol or anything like that, you know, that's kind of like a, I've, I'm carrying a knife, basically. You, you put that uh, image on the street yeah. before, too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I put it in my work. And like a stencil and, and things like that, yeah, right? I have, yeah, I have it cut out as a stencil. If you wanted to scare people, just put James somewhere on one of the, just his name. <laughs> there you <Shenanigans>. go. <laughs> Dude, it would be my dream to one day have somebody fucking get my logo tattered. I mean, come on. That's the ultimate thing, right? When yeah. somebody fucking tats your logo, yeah, you're like, know, right? fuck, that dude. This true. person made a horrible decision on my part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, um, the whole street art thing, man, it's super cool because I got into street art last time I was on your show just talking about just taking pictures and we started this blog and it became a community, you know, and teacher was one of the artists that we first interviewed. And then, uh, 10 years later, man, I'm doing a podcast with this guy interviewing all these other street artists, man. And he has so much respect in the community that it's so cool to be able to, uh, have two on the show and without him man i wouldn't be able to get any of these guys on the fucking show maybe a yeah. few and you know the respect did not come uh <laughs> easily how did you get from uh from florida over to la okay so what? basically um once i finished with art school um i started doing portraits of horses and and dogs and people and stuff and Prime did question. that for a while and then um 
9-11 happened. And then I, for the first time, did some artwork that had a message to it. And I did 12 paintings because I was going to put together a calendar. Because 9-11 had just happened, I decided to do something to, um, you know, to deal with that, to, you know, confront that subject. And so what I did was I did just different scenes, um, and I would hide 10 of the world's top religious symbols in each one of the paintings. And I had a little key to where you could, you know, look at it and go, oh, okay, there this is, there that is. And so the whole idea is if you want to get along, you just look at the big picture. And as soon as you start looking and trying to pick out all the little different symbols, then that's when you start picking things apart. And that's when the trouble happens. So that was the, the whole idea of the message. And I figured to put a story behind it, since 9-11 was what, you know, kind of inspired it, I would take these paintings, which my dad actually made frames for and I made easels for, I would take them and I'd put them up at each one of the crash sites from 9-11 and then take a photo with the crash site in the background. And so that led me to the Pentagon, okay? They wouldn't let me, they wouldn't allow me uh, to, oh, to set this stuff yeah, up outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can imagine. But, <laughs> right after. but, he is the, but yeah. they did call me, I mean, I, <laughs> I actually showed up and was trying to, to do this. I actually had a, a permit to do that in front of the Capitol building and did it in front of the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. And went over and I showed them the permit and everything. And they're like, no, this is the Pentagon. You know, that's okay. And, uh, and so they gave me a number to call. And it happened to be building management. And, like you know, FBI. I left a message. Yeah. <laughs> so I left a message. Step into my These guys called me back. And they're like, no, you can't do that. And we can't, you know, have you take a picture of the outside of the Pentagon for security purposes. But if you'd like to display them inside, you know, we can do that. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, so all right, I can't be outside. But let this me just would not take, you guys wouldn't have to do anything. It would take me 10 minutes to send them up, take a photo, and you don't have to do anything. But I can't imagine how complex it must be for you to... Clear but you but to then inside. I was like, wait a second. My painting's in the Pentagon? That's even a better part of the fucking story. Yeah, sure. Okay, awesome. And then um, the idea came to actually be with the paintings, you know, to see if there's any kind of response or what people were thinking of them. So I called back to see if I could get permission to be there. The original guy was gone, and the other guy thought he had gotten permission. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like so-and-so said it was cool if well, yeah, now, the key yeah. came though was that i actually asked if i could work on a painting as well inside and the so that had been the first time that that's ever been done there's all kinds of artwork so in did there. they have to do like security background they were like supposed everything. to but they didn't and this guy got in trouble damn it. okay now the third day oh wait it was it went over amazing because like i said i'm the first artist that was ever allowed to be in there working on a painting there's amazing artwork in there and everything but people were stopping by and they're going, what are you trying to sell these paintings or something like that? And I'm like, no, I'm just here to give you guys something else to look at. And the painting that I was working on was the picture I took of them set up in front of the Capitol building. So I've been doing a painting of my paintings in front of the Capitol building. <laughs> and people are like, are you going to be, how long are you going to be here? I'm like, I'm going to be here for two weeks from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. until I finish this painting. I kind of started teaches public art uh, thing, um, career. So that, you know, he was working inside the Pentagon uh, you know, doing live art for all these people. So, I mean, that, yeah. that, that was his defense. Basically, many, this guy got in trouble. were in the Pentagon? Like, oh, dude, thousands, thousands. Thousands of people. But how long, how long did it take before someone realized, like, I don't think this got okay. <laughs> or, yeah, 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 like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> This guy got in trouble because he didn't get the clearance for me. Yeah. And the third day he came back from his vacation, I'd been in there for three days. It was going really well and everything. This guy got on, he was really angry at me. Like, would have to check in through Metro every day and call their office. He got on the phone that day. He was like, it's just supposed to be the paintings. It's not supposed to be you. He got reprimanded and he was angry. And so that day he brought the paperwork out to me and showed me. I went in and talked to the manager. You know, I said, well, this is what this guy and this guy said. You know, and they brought them in. And like, yeah, I guess we did tell them. And like, okay, we'll let you be here. You know? Wow. And, you know, it was like, okay, wow. 
it got such an amazing response that I've been I've been back there seven times now. And I'm supposed to be working on eventually putting together one or two um, like areas spots for an artist to go in and work on their work their artwork for like a week at a time. Wow, that's insane. And the funny thing was that Legendary. everyone that came by, you know, they was like, well, how did how did you get in here? Or, you know, what are you doing? Whatever. And I was, you know, well, building management, you know, they're the ones that got me signed up. So this guy that was so angry at me, um, by the next week, uh, he he actually got um, some commendations from like generals sure, and up shit. This, this painting for program. allowing this to happen. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, I'm vacation. the fucking prince of the Pentagon. They were calling me the resident artist of the Pentagon. Oh yeah. Oh, Whoa. Yeah, and this guy was coming out and saying, "Hey man, I'm glad you 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 know I'm glad we worked this out and everything. It seems to be going over really well and everything. And dude, I went to." Camp Pendleton and did this with the Marines. Even the Marines were like, man, it's cool that you're actually sitting here working on the artwork, you know? Did, did people in there seem very serious? In the Marines? You no, know, in the Pentagon? <laughs> oh, yeah, some people. Yeah. yeah, dude, I had all kinds of experiences. Well, at that time, too, I can't even imagine how like uptight everyone is. This was and... this was in 2004. Mm -hmm. the so first this time was after, when, when was 9-11? What was the date on? 2001. 2001. 2001. 2001. So yeah. this is three years after yeah. the 9-11? I ended oh. up doing a, a remembrance piece for the Pentagon that's hanging in the Army Operations Center where the plane hit. This oh. guy that runs the 9-11 room and does outreach to families, you know, victims of 9-11, of asked me if I would do a remembrance painting for the Pentagon. I'm like, Oh, fuck yeah, man. And so it has 184 faces, all about an inch by an inch with the names, first and last names of all the people that were either in the Pentagon or on the airplane. And I did it all in this one. And I had the um, Pentagon, like an outside aerial shot of the Pentagon. is on a four foot by five foot canvas. And finished it. I started it in, uh, in California, worked on it at Summit Camp Pendleton, and then finished it in the Pentagon on 2006, September 7th, 8th, and 9th. So wow. that was one of the most incredible experiences yeah. I'd ever had with my artwork because each day that I was there finishing the painting, hundreds of people were going by and just touching me on the shoulder saying, thank you. I had two star and three star generals coming by and pointing out people they knew and saying, thank you. So were there people in the Pentagon that died when that plane hit the Pentagon? <laughs> there was a few. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. You know, I, I remember <laughs> always hearing that it hit the Pentagon, but you know they didn't it wasn't the main focus it wasn't right? the he didn't, he, didn't live, like, he didn't live in the u.s then he lived in detroit yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was uh i think uh in total in the airplane yeah. and in the pentagon 184 people oh wow so i did 184 portraits on that uh, painting and now it's sitting um right outside the situation room in the armory operations center at the top of the stairwell so all this is is like super is early in your yeah that's what i mean like this is yeah. Then I came to California. It's like you did it backwards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I've been cleared by, you know, the FBI. Like, as deep as you can check me out, I've been checked out, yeah. you know, by all the all of them. Yeah. And so this is all pre-street art. This is actually all before I met him. He was already a very accomplished fine artist, you know what I mean? So Domo, you can't yeah, even... No one, you can't even get in uh, Airbnb. He's in mm -hmm. the Pentagon. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It didn't mean that didn't mean shit though. You know what I mean? When I came out to LA and I started trying to get into a gallery in LA, you know, they're like, "No, I'm sorry, you're still alive." You know? Yeah. Um, we need, you need hey, we need art. you to we need you to go cut your ear off and then come <laughs> yeah. back and talk to us. Yeah. So can, you, can you ship it? But then I saw the the graffiti. You know, I'd seen a zero graffiti growing up in Destin, Florida. And then when I came out here, there was just so much of it. Um, and so then I wanted to try doing something. And I had fucking artist block. 
you know, because I couldn't fucking think of anything world, I want to put in, yeah. that I wanted was willing to risk my rights, you know, getting arrested or whatever that I wanted to put up. I used to airbrush T-shirts on a strip in my hometown where I was from, so I know how to do bubble letters, but I couldn't fucking think of anything. And so then I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'll do paintings of of graffiti. That'd be kind of fucking cool. But then luckily I thought about it. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. These guys may get pissed if I'm doing a painting of their painting. Of their shit, yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. cool. And then yeah. I'm trying to sell it, and that's not cool. So then, right about then is when uh, my twins were born. And about a month or two after my twins were born, my wife is uh, from Europe. She's uh, mainly grew up in Germany. And she's very much into reading and writing. She's a director and a writer. And she showed me this article in the newspaper. And it's talking about how they're taking money out of the education system and art out of schools. And I was like, sweetie, I'm ready to do some graffiti. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to do, okay? Now, just so you know, sweetie, I'm probably going to get arrested. We need okay. a little bail fund on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Under the pillow. Uh, this yeah. is dresser. Yeah. This is what's going to happen, okay? And then you'll have to go and you'll have to bail me out and all this shit, okay? But just know that you're going to wake up one morning. There's probably going to be a, a message on the answering machine. And sure enough, that did happen one day. Oh. <laughs> just push number two to accept hey, the call. The, the keyword, yeah, the keyword was answering machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was. I um, used to have an answering machine. It right. was about. Uh, Dumb was like, what's that? 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> you mean? Voicemail? Voicemail? Yeah. Did you have an I was born in the 90s, so I was around. I was around for the voicemail. Voicemail machine. I was already out of high school. No, we're talking about the answering machine, though. The actual. one with the little tape, dude. The actual. You had to I seen Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. My parents had one. A little. You know what? I love how old guys love to make fun of young people for being young. You know what I mean? You guys don't even know how much I've like researched like 80s documentaries, 70s. I watch all of it, so I know. Did you? I'm on top of my shit. She even knows about the phone that goes. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, sorry. Like, I even have a picture yeah. next to my phone. So, so you Back saw the, the you saw the article, and they were taking away budget, you know, from yeah, education. So actually, the first thing that came to my mind was, um, you know, since this is about money and education, I would do uh, an image with, uh, you know, a dollar bill, and then put my my daughter's face on it. At the time, she was like three months old, and actually, the picture that I that I took was the first one that she actually looked cute. Before that, she did <laughs> not look cute. My daughter oh. was not a pretty baby. And it wasn't until her. So you got you guys got to give it up for him on that one because I'm yeah, telling you right now, like you, every every every, every, every parent <laughs> no. will be like, "Oh, my kid's beautiful," and I'm like, uh, "I know you don't believe that." <laughs> yeah, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Please. especially you beholding the child. You know? yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So right. yeah, it was it was her first picture where she looked cute, and um, so it was basically her face. On a dollar bill, and it was actually reversed, um, and then it said education, where the name is, like where the president's name should be. It said education, and then I did a, a coin with my son on it, uh, you know, profile him, and then it said be the change across the top of it, um, and teach love, and so that was what I first started putting out on the street. And these are these are our paintings, or these are street pieces. Actually, what I started was doing what they call pasting mm -hmm. posters. Um, I, the original piece was actually a painting, the dollar bill, and then I took a, a, a copy of that and then blew it up, and then blew it up, mm -hmm. and then blew it up. <laughs> I have a stencil of that original image 
that is seven feet by 11 feet. Wow. A stencil. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I actually came up with a stencil um, technique as well. It um, basically it uses uh, fiberglass window screen and paper. And it, uh, I just found a way to, to glue the paper to the screen and kind of use it like an enlarged uh, silk screen, basically. Yeah. And you yep. can spray. And the good thing about it is you can have floating pieces um, so you don't have to worry about having bridges, which, you know, if you're spraying stencils and every stuff, you know, you always have to have a bridge because you can't have floating pieces unless right. you spray it one time and then you peel everything up. Yeah. But I wanted to be able to use it on the street many times. And so... Luckily, actually, the we were flipping houses at the time, and the first thing we always do is take all the fiberglass window screens off the windows, mm -hmm. and they were just sitting in the garage. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, thinking about making a stencil of my daughter's face or whatever, and I'm looking at that screen. I'm going, you know, I wonder if I can actually get the paper to stick to that screen because normally you cut a stencil out of it with stuff called oil board, and it's hard as fuck to cut with a knife. Yeah, and so it worked. And so, so that's made out of screen. Yeah, it's made out of fiberglass like, window screen. Because do paper. they do they even do screens on windows anymore? I feel yeah. like I haven't seen a screen in a yeah. minute. I think I'm probably one of the sole providers of yeah, Pfeiffer still... window screens <laughs> sales this time. Because <laughs> I've keeping them in business. Well, no, I've taught this technique to a bunch of artists yeah. all over the world. So I mean, so, if, normally like Banksy, basically they do it like if you wanted to do a piece like this, um, you know, you would need like multiple. You would have one just cut out of this area, and then you would have this area that you need to hold in place. So Teach, my man Teach, he invented this stencil technique that you can keep on reusing these same stencils over and over. So it's kind of like interesting because he has a bunch of these, and he just kind of puts them up together and makes a collage of like of different things. So. It's like, for example, if he wanted Mr. Rogers to say one thing, oh, shit. all of a sudden it's like he can make him say very many that's different dope. things, right? Because it's like reusable too, you know? So, um, but you know, that's why, that's why. And, and it's solid. It's like it's not tough gonna... as fuck. You do that with an oil board and stencil. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. So because I have the twins also. Um, yeah, they would know, definitely fuck I didn't want to do multi-layer stencils because, and we had three cats and a dog. So shit could would get torn up or hair <laughs> or scratched up all the fucking time. So I decided I would specialize in one layer stencils. Or if you're running from the cops, man. I mean, like, you don't want to put all this shit on tape, right? And then it's just like, oh, let me get this all good there before I fucking spray paint. For this one, bam, one so layer. So you yeah. can kind of, like, snatch it off and fucking... So this just basically lays on, on the cement and you just... Psh, and then oh, pick no, it no, up no, and no. Go? no, not down on the cement. No. You put it, like, up on the wall, take Blue a piece tape. of tape. Hey, you guys better watch this guy when he's leaving here. <laughs> when I'm leaving, dude, I got here early. <laughs> you, should, you should see the Wait, they used uh, to see the restroom. Do you do art classes? Can, yeah. can I learn? Yeah, that sounds cool. Well, it's actually he, he gives he gives like cool. art classes a lot. Of I mean, um, he has some like stencil workshops sometimes. Man. I now have four videos on YouTube. That are that kind of show the the how to and shows the materials and technique and everything. Yeah, shout right. out to Doctor Nothing, man. He just gave us yeah. a, a new yeah. uh, video of that. Thank you. You man. should be on OnlyFans. What's going on? So I know. On, uh, our, our clubhouse. Actually, therapeutic oh, yeah. hygiene. <laughs> well, <laughs> it'd be hard for him to paint on Clubhouse. Because oh, yeah. it's all audio. Yeah, I already bombed the, the. I got here early. I bombed the parking lot in the back of the building. Back <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, uh, I know, wanted I like, to go with do you. Do the bathroom. Yeah, do your guys' new car, the new car. It's on the on the door <laughs> of the new car. You're gonna love it. 
<laughs> you know, I think I think your audience like understands like the graffiti art culture though. Normally, people that listen is like a lot of the hip hop influence culture. Listen, please go do that in front of the Bellagio on the cement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> start start. Hey, the we got your bill. We got your bill. <laughs> yeah, we get we get Vegas, the video. We get Vegas the video. needs some. How culture. fast do you think you'll be arrested? Fuck, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet you can do it, but I think it'll be buff like within that same day. I, I think it'll make good content. What if <laughs> what if True goes what if True goes and swims in the fountain while you spray paint and we'll see <laughs> who gets caught first? That's I'm a great sure go after him distraction, first. right? That's I'm telling you, you worth the it. Right that distraction. would be worth it. Or the right, you know, body language is what it comes down to. Has anybody done any of these stencils in Old Vegas? Because Old Vegas is, they try so hard to be like L.A., so I just wondered if anybody. You're talking about yes. Old Town, right? Downtown, Old Town, right? downtown Remind. Vegas. Tell them about last yeah. night, Teach. Yeah. 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 What, did, what did you, actually, you don't tell us what you did. Uh, what did <laughs> What did shenanigans do? Where did he put his yeah. <laughs> No, I, you know what, yeah. to be honest, I've never done a single piece of street art. Ever, man. I mean, I, I'm like shaky with a fucking spray can. I'm all nervous and shit. <laughs> I mean, I have maybe stuck a sticker like on the back of a stop sign or something like that. Yeah. The uh, thing about me is, how'd I, that feel? Thug life. It was a rush, man. Right? <laughs> I did it. I did it too. I'm creating a felony right now. I mean, it actually it could be a felony just by sticking a sticker on the on, on the street sign because if it costs over a, a grand to clean up, no, four hundred dollars. Four hundred. Okay, sorry, four hundred. They can't scrape that shit off. Then you know. No, yeah, we, hefty what fine. it comes down to is whatever they have to do, whether it's paint over, scrape off, replace. If it's over four hundred dollars, felony. When I got arrested, the night I got arrested, I actually had this stencil I made that said "Teach Each Child," and I had, <laughs> I made it to where it would fold over and fit on these little uh, yellow signs that are along the median. They're just blank uh, square signs, and they're usually along the median. And so I was going along hitting those. And so they were trying to say that they needed to replace each one of those that I hit. Okay. And I hit like five of them. There's, they're like $140 each. So that's what they were trying to go after me with a felony at first. But luckily, just by luck, the next day after I, the wife came and bailed me out, I was walking her dog by the area where I was, which was Sunset Plaza. Were you doing that to make up for the money she spent bailing you out? <laughs> like you have to walk the dog for two months now. Yes, and the laundry and everything else. Yeah. But I just happened to be walking by when the graffiti control system guy was cleaning the sign. And all he did was just, uh, you know, a little, little squirt, spray squirt, and a, squirt, and a sponge. with some, you know, paint thinner or whatever, and then just wiped it off. And in less than eight seconds, it was cleaner than it was before. So I went over, I took wow. a picture and everything, and I actually got a lawyer, which... I could have done a better job than this lawyer did because he sent his clerk in. The clerk did not tell the judge about the work that I'd done in the Pentagon or over in Zimbabwe or anything like that. And so after the third hearing, finally, they wanted my driver's license for a year um, or 45 days of graffiti removal. And th this is in L.A.? Yeah. Wow. And so, um, you know, once we finally figured out that the clerk never told the judge about what service I had done, went in for the next hearing and presented all the information and everything. The judge knocked down all the fines and everything. There was no, you know, wanting my driver's license for a year or anything like that. There's some minor fines and that was it. That's Six, the only arrest? That's the only $6, arrest? $6,000 later. <laughs> right? No, it probably would have been cheaper. Than I actually got, um, well, kind of arrested. They didn't take me in or whatever. Um, detained. In Hawaii. Detained. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been detained, yes. <laughs> in Oahu. Well, yeah, they did detain in me for Oahu. Oh, that's a... Oahu, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this we guy travels all over out there. and, like, does his They stencils, don't like the so white people cool. out there in Oahu. Well, <laughs> I, I met like this guy at, uh, at a taco yeah. shop that told me that they're kind of easy on graffiti. 
there. <laughs> he probably followed you around he to get it on video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch this dumbass. Well, they have yeah. they have the same traffic signal cabinets that they have here in LA. Um, and I actually have a permit to put artwork on the traffic signal cabinets in LA. So, you know, I, I figured, well, they should totally be okay with that. And we were actually <laughs> driving by this place that had Haiku Village. And I had a stencil of Eddie Ikau, who was a very famous uh, lifeguard. Um, lost his life trying to oh, save some yeah, people yeah. who got lost on a, on a sailboat. He's a big once. surfer, yeah. I mean, waterman. And I, yeah. I used to be a lifeguard as well, so that's how I know about Eddie Ikau. So I, you know, I figure people always wanted to take things from Hawaii. I wanted to bring something to Hawaii, you know. And so um, they want I, they wanted you to leave with something too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> basically, what happened was I'm spraying up this stencil of Eddie Ikau. And then since this was Haiku Village, I came up with a haiku oh, about Eddie yeah. Icon. Like, I don't even remember what the hell it was, but I wrote that on, there was like two power boxes. So I put the stencil on one and then I wrote the haiku on the other, right? I finished, I put my paint away. I came back and I was actually, you know, taking pictures of it. And all of a sudden I heard this whoop, whoop. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and you know, the cops driving by, checking someone out. And then all of a sudden, and I was like, oh, he stopped. And I turned around and there's a cop right there. He's hopping out of his car. What the hell do you think you're doing, man? He was angry, man. Just yelling at me and shit. You know, what are you doing here? Well, you know, I'm a dude. I'm just taking pictures, taking pictures, whatever. And so um, he's like, well, you know, what are you, why are you here doing this? Where are you? I'm here on vacation. You know, here are my wife and my kids. Well, dude, don't, what gives you the right to just go do this? Well, I do this in LA. I actually have a permit. You know, they let us do this in, in LA. And he goes, well, dude, this is, this is Hawaii. Man. You can't just <laughs> this do permit this. permit doesn't work for a while. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We're just down the street in I'm, LA. It, it looks the same as the power boxes I, that I hit up in LA, you know? So I thought, you know, and they're like, well, um, I'm sorry, man. You know, we're gonna have to, you know, have to take you in or whatever. And then this lady shows up, and he's like, "Oh man, look." And that's right. Then it, then he calmed down for a second because he saw who it was. I'm like, "Do you recognize who that is?" And he goes, "Yeah, oh, I know who that is. I know who that is." Um, but dude, you can't, you can't be doing that, you know. And so this lady shows up, and he goes, "Oh, dude, okay, look, just take her with a grain of salt, you know, because you know she's kind of tough or whatever." But. Um, I guess she knew who Eddie Aikau was also. And then mm -hmm. she looked at that. She didn't even look at me. She walked right by and looked at the box. And then the second that she looked at me, I just smiled at her. And then for some reason that worked. She go. just turned sweet on me. And the, the, the officer was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I remember him like looking at her going like, life. what the fuck? You're, you're being nice to this guy? <laughs> and then another guy showed up. Another cop showed up. Because it was Sunday and they didn't have anything fucking to do, you know? like... <laughs> There's this guy getting arrested uh, over here, like, man. Uncle, they're all excited. Uncle, yeah, they're uncle. waiting for you to fight. <laughs> but, you know, they were saying at first, I'm like, look, dude, I got some paint in the car. I can paint over this if you want me to. He goes, no, 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 no. You're going to, you know, you did this. You're going to have to serve the penalty of, of doing this and everything. And then he's like, you know, you just can't be doing this on private property, you know? I'm like, well, actually, it's Department of Transportation's property. <laughs> yeah. I said that very kindly, though. You don't want to get too smart. Not to check you, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say, teach his whole entire career. If you notice from the Pentagon, it's like, hey, let me show you this permit I have to work here. Just kind of throwing it out there to see if That's the story sticks. of his entire career. Throw it at the wall. <laughs> see if it sticks. Them. Like, well, Robert told me it was okay. <laughs> like you said, man, sometimes it it's works. like there's a big difference between the tagging graffiti and the art that the community can actually appreciate and actually beautifies right. the community, right? So that's what I'm saying. My man never oh, gets... Oh, dude, at one point when I was actually working on it, while I was working on it, this guy that had stopped at the light and was pulling away in a chopper, he like honk 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 and i'm like looking over he's like going you know like what the hell you know and i'm like come here come here <laughs> but he kept going 
Um, but I was like, oh my god, is he, he saw your head tattoo? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm sure those guys could give a fuck. The amount of tattoos they got on them and everything. Nah, I was just right. worried that he was going to like well, come back with more guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be right back. So I was like, I better hurry up, if anything, you know, because yeah. this guy's probably going to be coming back. But yeah, so then the cops came and everything. And, and so what it left at was, you know what? We're going to leave it because we might be able to get them to leave it as it is. And I'm like, oh. Okay. He's, uh, he's, the invoice is in the mail. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, everything Your ended up cool with that, with that case, well, right? Well, they, they said that they have to submit a report, you know, because the guy stopped me. There was someone called it in and everything, right, yeah. so they had to make a report and everything. And he goes, I'll put in a good word for you, but, you know, you may have to come back to go to court. Um, oh, God. So, you guys going to pay for the travel? <laughs> well, no. Then, luckily, right after that, dude, I had called and left his brother, um, Clyde, who's still alive, Clyde uh, a message, Clyde Eichel. And because uh, he was lifeguards with Eddie on the North Shore. They, between the two, they saved people over 500 times. And I say wow. over 500 times because sometimes it was the same I was going to say the same people 10 times. times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, so he called me back. And he was like, hey, you know, how'd you go? And I'm like, good, you know, and I was, yeah, well, you know, I, I may have to be coming back, you know, because I got arrested. He goes, what? What happened? You know, and I told him, he goes, oh, yeah, you can't do that, man. Um, <laughs> good goes, good you know to what? know. If you get, if they bring you back, man, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it for you. And so then I was like, you know what, man? Because he had asked me if I wanted to do some artwork for the iCal Foundation. You know, I'm like, well, you know, I just did this thing, you know. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, but when he, you know, offered that to take care of me, I'm like, yeah. you know what, dude? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do some more artwork with you. You know, so we came up with another design of his brother that we um, kind of collaborated with, he and his family and everything. And I put like all these different designs in the portrait and went back over and took it to him and everything. Got to meet Clyde did, himself. Did you make it with Aloha? No. No, <laughs> dude, you don't fuck around with Hawaiians, bro. No, I do not I fuck no, around with Hawaiians. I know. Oh, I, uh, man. So when you get, like, arrested, does that, like, help your street cred in oh, the yeah. street art game? Absolutely. Yeah. Like cannabis? It, uh, yeah. Getting arrested helped. And I told my wife I this. I recommend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. Hey, I got my street credit. I can <laughs> promise you that. Well, I told my wife, I said, look, sweetie. I'm going to get arrested eventually, but it's going to help get my message out there. Right. Okay? Because it's a graffiti artist named Teacher. Is putting out a message about education, okay? And sure enough, you know, it did get me respect. Um, I had a guy step up to be my uh, my lookout guy finally. Um, and that, that reminds me of someone like hey, James. He looks like a little lookout but, guy. By the way, I'm, all, I'm always for hire on lookouts. I need to get more cool. practice. <laughs> but I've I've reached a point where I don't like. I was doing billboards for a while. And Ooh. so that's, you know, it get a little bit sketchy with billboards. It's a little harder stuff. now that they're all digital. <laughs> no, 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 dude, in <laughs> L.A., no. There's thousands no, yeah, yeah, and thousands that will so never, be, uh, never be <laughs> what, digital. What, what's and the they're low, and they're low. Hey, you, you know what's crazy? Yeah, so you would know this if you've been up there, but when that planking era was going on, <laughs> planking, yeah. I, I actually went and bought a ladder, and you know how you have to get to the ladder on a billboard? Yes. It's yeah. halfway down? Yeah. So I had to take a ladder to the ladder, and then I actually got up there, and you're on, like, that metal plank. Yep. The lighting that lit the billboard up, mm -hmm. it almost made me vertigo and like. Ooh, yeah. It, yeah. It's some real shit when Just you get up there. It, well, yeah, so I went up there and did a quick <laughs> picture, but I mean, yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah. story when you're up there. That shit, yeah. you're up there. I think the coolest thing that I've seen Teach do was yeah. I mean, I remember there's like a Leonardo DiCaprio movie about J. Edgar Hoover, oh, right? Yeah. There's a big, like, right. uh, his face, right? And then 
Teach uh, did a piece of a speech bubble on that big ass thing that said "teach piece" out coming out of his mouth. You know ah. what I mean? So if you guys look that up. I mean, that, was, guy, that was actually one of the easier billboards. <laughs> it, was, it was on La Cienega, and it was off the top of a building, and it wasn't that high up, and it wasn't like so viewable in a big area. That the the the, the hottest <clears throat> billboard I ever did was like in Hollywood Highland, um, in that area, mm, yeah. and um, you know I'm I'm up, up there. And I ended up having to do it from the top reaching over. And I had to make a special tool because I was doing a paster, which is basically a, a big, long poster um, that was a speak bubble. It was 26 feet long and oh, three feet high. Oh, my and God. so first, you know, you have to put the, the paste on. And so, I, you know, I go and I put all the paste on and everything. And there was a, a border around the outside of the billboard that I didn't account for. And so I had to like basically, you know, reach over the top of this thing and down. And luckily I had made this little thing, which was basically a, a roller and it had the, the paster all rolled up on it and it had a piece on the bottom to hold it. So I, it was like a spool. I had made a spool roll to roll it out. And if I didn't oh, have that man. spool to roll it out like that, that would not have happened. I'm up there doing this, okay, as people are driving right down Highland. That's what I, I was going to ask. Yeah, see, I was going to ask, so like, crazy. when you're going by those overpasses and I always see the graffiti, I'm like, how the fuck did they? Because there's so many of them where, like, how, how do you get on the other side of that to do that when there's cars and shit going by? And they, they'll, they'll either grip a hold of the, the, the top ledge and scoot themselves out. So has, has people died from? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Legendary yeah. graffiti oh, like uh, writers have died, and actually a lot of times. Well, teach you can tell a, bit, a little bit more about some uh, graffiti gangs, but they'll hold them over to have initiation. them tag for initiation. Yeah, <gasps> initiation for certain gangs is they'll be on an overpass, and they'll basically have two of the biggest guys in the gangs holding the guys by the ankles Shug as they're dangling <laughs> over, doing the thing upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've she, never yeah. done anything like that. I actually did hang out of a a, um, a window, a third story window, when I was doing a piece in Indian Alley, which is down near Skid Row, and um, the uh, the guy that was actually staying there was holding my feet for me, and I actually got to a point where it, you know, if he let go, I was gone, and that little experience right there actually helped me to understand the bonding. Well, I was going to say, you need to be Jeez. one of those Circus Olay motherfuckers. To be like, yeah. well, listen, I trust you. You're Russian. You're good. But with the, as far as with the gangs and everything, yeah. like the, the kind of bonding that that gives them, I, it, it really, you know, I understood at that point that, you know, that's like a life thing. Like risk, willing to risk their lives for each other because they have that bonding experience. Oh, yeah. That speaking makes... of like uh, just like mentoring new people coming in. Teach has taught his stencil technique to so many artists, like some of the artists in LA, like Wordsmith, Carpart. These are like really ooh, big guys right ooh. now. They all use Teach's technique for the stencil, actually. So, and they'll, they'll all admit it too, you know? And uh, that's well, why I, always... I told each one of these guys, I said, especially Wordsmith, I remember when he came over, he wanted to make a, this typewriter like nice yeah. and big, you know? And I showed him how to do it. And I said, now look, you got to promise me something. He thought I was going to say, don't show anybody how I do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you at least got to teach one other person how to do this, if not more. And he was like, 
Wow, okay. That's dope. But with a name like teacher, what are you going to fucking do? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't teach yeah. anyone this. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. yeah, so this is why my man gets so much respect in the L.A. art scene. And, you know, I, we've gone oh, but together. but I didn't at first. I did not at first. I was going to say, how was, was that transition? Was like, say, coming yeah. out? Yeah. No, because oh, I didn't man, know what the dude. fuck I was doing yeah, when I got started. Especially coming from the East Coast all the I way was west. Spot, like I was doing what's called spot jacking, which basically means if someone gets oh, up. Tell them about the JFK stencil, man, because that leads into a nice story. Yeah. So um, there's this yard, and uh, it's basically a parking lot off of Melrose Avenue. And um, my buddy Eddie, uh, Gorilla One, um, basically was curating the parking lot. And he wanted me to come down and do my JF. I had just done a stencil of John F. Kennedy. And um, he wanted me to come down and put it up somewhere in the, you know, the, on one of the walls. And um, so I went down there and was like, you know, I'm, I'm looking up, you know. And there was some amazing pieces by the MSK, uh, Mad Society Kings. It's uh, one of the best graffiti crews in L.A. And they had some incredible pieces across the bottom. But the top, there was plenty of room. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, how about right up there? And he's like, <laughs> cool, all right. Bad idea. So, yeah, well, I didn't know this. He's like, have at it. <laughs> well, because um, he calls me up one day and he's like, um, so... MSK is not too happy. I'm like, you. What do you What do you mean? He goes, Yeah, they're gonna They're gonna send a couple of guys down here to to buff your piece. But you know, if you want to come down here, I'll stand right next to you and we'll you know we'll fight them. Well, why Why do they want to buff your pieces? Is it because it was higher than theirs? No, it was because oh, yeah, I remember this from last time. You got to fill James in on what a buffer is. A buffer, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I learned what it was last time. You oh, can tell oh, him, James. Sorry, I, I thought you were telling that James. No, I bet. <laughs> no, a buffer basically is when they clean it off. You, you, you know what I mean? Paint over it. Paint over Paint it, over basically. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they didn't like that they had. They saw what looked like something from Borders Bookstore. JFK Next stencil. to, that close to fire. Graffiti, yeah. Some yeah, graffiti yeah. game. You know what yeah, I mean? I made a very, you know, I did some some drips from it and everything. I made sure to not even come close to their piece. You know what I mean? I was very respectable. Didn't touch their piece at all. But just because I was that close to their piece, they're going to buff it. <laughs> yeah, and I told Eddie, I'm like, fuck that shit, man. I'll come stand there and next to you. You know, I'm the time I hadn't done meditation yet, I still had a lot of anger and everything. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, time to <laughs> What's, you know, whatever. But luckily he was able to work it out, you know, peacefully. But for a while, the MSK was not too happy with me. And um, it's weird, man. It's like, it's you all know, they're still not crazy. big fans of me, but, um, you know, some other crews as well, you know, would see my work and they're like, okay, I'm sick and tired of seeing this, this guy's fucking work, you know? And um, I had some guys come after me. Um, <clears throat> luckily I had, gotten in with some of the big heads and like with cbs um and i was able to take care of some situations but because i kept going because i kept putting my stuff out there and it was consistent mm -hmm. you know i'm not trying to do their stuff i'm not trying to intrude on in them and i learned how to stay the fuck away from them and everything then they were finally like okay we'll check this guy out like, he's know? not going anywhere plus <laughs> i made um a oh and the stencil that was another thing they hated me for they think stencils are cheating. Because like these yeah, guys that do freehand yeah. work. Also, okay. you know, the whole, that's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. The whole graffiti though. scene is like a lot about territory, right? A lot of that gang right. shit is I'm marking my territory. So if Teach, you know, he he was a little bit green at the time, he's gonna put his artwork basically in their territory, encroaching, you know, in their space, right? It's like those are fighting words, basically. In, a lot of times in the whole graffiti scene, it's like it's very like small thing, right? Yeah, Your piece I mean, actually, to mine, one right? time but, it did. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
basically at the, at the time that I first got started, I still had um, a couple of guys I was keeping in touch with back home that were military guys. And these Listen, guys... Listen, we know you were in the Pentagon, so that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. My, my family, my dad yeah. served at Eglin Air Force Seal Base. Team 6. And, yeah. <laughs> um, so they came up from anyway, the helicopter. <laughs> these guys that I was hanging out with for a while, they were kind of like mercenaries, basically. And um, there was something happened. I put three letters over other... I'm not going to say what those letters they were because I don't want this story to get around again or whatever. But I put three letters over a couple of other three letters. And I should have just buffed it to where you couldn't see the other three letters at all. But because the the guy that was in the gang that was the under three letters saw that and hit me up on Instagram. Hey, man, what's up with you putting this over this? I'm like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to let me know what I can do to, to take care of. If there's anything I can do, let me know. And then he sent me a DM, you know, still giving me even more a hard time. So then I was like, you know what? Dude, okay, fuck you then. You Try to be cool about it. And <laughs> go paint over it. Do whatever you fucking need to do, okay? Go fuck yourself. And so he took a screen. I didn't say go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, <laughs> just for the record. No smoke. Well, no, no he, took smoke. A, he took a screenshot and posted that. And oh. then he, then I started seeing some, we're going to kick this guy's ass. We're going to get, we're going to take care of him or whatever. Okay. So I got Studio in touch with gangsters, man. one of my yeah. guys back in, uh, in Florida. And I was like, Hey, look, like, um, you don't need to do anything right now, but you know, just in case. You, you know, I sent him the screenshot, like, there may be some shit going on. Like, I may have to put some money in an escrow account, and you guys may have to come and take a little trip or something like that. One guy was a... Hey, uh, I'd be like, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> One guy was New a sniper. Forward. The other guy was uh, an EO, underwater EOD, which is Explosive Ordnance Disposal. It was basically the Hurt Locker underwater. So, come to find out, this guy actually came out and found this guy and oh, wired something and i didn't find out about it until i was back home visiting and you're just wondering these... why everyone disappeared well, no, they no. not disappeared but they didn't bother you anymore it was kind of squashed put it this way i i don't i i haven't heard from any of these guys <laughs> they could be dead they could be who knows what at this point <laughs> never see like, another piece from them teach has friends in low places well no but it's, it was scary no it was scary because i didn't know the dude came out and, and did what he did like something that I did endangered someone's life or whoever was near wherever this guy wired. Okay. But so when I went back and they was like, yeah, man, did you hear that, you know, so-and-so went and, and, you know, was out there visiting. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I went over and I confronted him like, dude, what the fuck? I said, I told you not to do it. And he goes, Hey, you don't have to worry about anything. Okay. <laughs> Unless something happens. <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything unless, unless something, something happens. Repeating, <laughs> anyways, I mean, the so moral he used my own words against me. He's like, I don't want you to do anything, okay? But you know, in case something happens, right? It's like a song. I said I loved you, but I lied. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> it's the... But basically, you know, I mean, I was like, okay, that's that right there was when Damn. I was like, okay, I can't be confrontational with this shit anymore. I just gotta look. Whoever comes after me, I just let it get let it go. Mm -hmm. Just gotta let it fucking go because that escalated so fast. So are a lot of them still real? Are they like big threats? Or are a lot of people just talking on the internet? Like, oh no, you mean the graffiti crews? Graffiti, oh, kill yeah. the graffiti yeah. game. Like, you know, like you don't, you don't want to. You hear about that shit. You don't want to get up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, no, I can see that, especially in LA. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. weird because, like, to us, it's like, hey man, public art, cool. Like, people are drawing, you know what I mean? But it's just like it can turn just. Real. Yeah, so I wondered. And it's like, crazy. It's just yeah. like you know, art drawings. And yeah, whatever, but it's like that's, but... it's, people think that shit real. Yeah, scary. what were you were saying about the real thing? Estate. So I had a, I bought a nightclub out here, 
back a few years ago, a real famous one, the one Tupac and Suge Knight had. And what was crazy was we had this little fucking bomber guy would come and fucking tag the side of our building. <laughs> and then the city would reach out to us. He's like, a matter of fact, they, they look just they like said, They're going to find you. They're going <laughs> to find you if you don't pay no over They said it. if you got 48 hours and they put a fucking sticker on there, and if you don't, then they come and paint over it. And it was like four to four to 600 bucks. And then they come paint it. So they did it the first time. They came, painted over it. This fucking guy does it again. So then and we're, we're like, we're like this motherfucker, man. So we're like, we, we, need, we need to find out who this guy is. So we put a camera right on the thing. And I, I don't even know why, because we're like, we're going to see the guy. But we're still, you know, you like, know who it is. We can at least watch him but dude, destroy this, our building. This guy, he was like a real tall, skinny black guy. And literally, we see him come around. And it literally just looked like he went like that. And it was like the most intricate fucking piece of art. Cause we, we started, we started being like, well, fuck, we should just have them do the whole fucking building. But the city, yes, the city out here comes after you quick. They're yeah. like, you got 48 hours to paint over this or we were going to come do it and bill you. Oh, uh, but yeah, this, this hey, hey, we had a little friend that did that over here too. Which a little spacer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Wait, so what did that first guy write? Do you remember? No, well, what was weird was I had my some of my friends from Insomniac came by to check out the club, and one of them was like a graffiti, the, what's his name, uh, Justin, the Justin DeValve or whatever his name is. He's a graffiti guy, but he actually read it. He's like, it means this. You deciphered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. He, oh, I wow. guess you read, I guess you, some of the graffiti you can read. Justin, the Justin? Well, true can't read. Yeah. Period. So. You see, I, I have. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't know, know I didn't know graffiti had me, you know messages. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, this says this. I get technical like, when it comes to graffiti, though. If I can't recognize what it's saying, if it gets abstract looking, that's street art. Yeah, okay. well, I, I was impressed. Don't tell them that though. You can't say that to their face. They'll yeah. fucking freak out. Like, I ain't no street artist. Yeah, I'm a graffiti writer. <laughs> well, dude, guess never mind. I mean, it, graffiti technically is something that conveys a message. Okay, and so there's like different. Like graffiti and street art. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, okay. Yeah, this guy from the guy from Insomniac. Yeah. He like he like said what it said, and I mean we didn't see that. Looking at it, we're like, what what are you talking Where? about? And he's I mean, like, some of these guys are like fascists when it comes yeah. to their shit. You know what I mean? Yep. Like talking about the guys that don't like to have their stuff near other stuff. Right. Yeah. Some guys are very peculiar. They like to be called graffiti writers. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's gang writers, which just usually just do like initials and very ugly looking writing. Yeah. Um, that's usually just gang stuff, territorial, whatever. But then when it starts getting fancier, sometimes these gangs have, you know, a guy that's pretty fucking good with, you know, art. Um, and then there's like the graffiti art crews, you know, that do these amazing murals and pieces and stuff like that. And then there's what they call the, the street artists, you know, that you mainly do pastings, stencils and stuff like that that have a message to them usually political or you know some kind of health thing or something like that i think a lot of the graffiti comes from actually like the calligraphy place you know and a lot of the street art maybe comes from more of like a picture iconography place right so graffiti is really about the flow like think about if you're writing like an asian calligraphy or even an old english there's like a certain flow that these people get into so that's kind well, of where it, it also comes down to um like if they're doing um a throwy which is just a simple bubble letter type of thing but the bottom is sharp, okay, then that means that they carry knives, okay? Mm. Um, so there's different wow. elements to it like that. Wow. 
Yeah, we had a we had a I have a fifteen foot box truck, and I thought, oh well. Oh, we, that's they we love it. Oh, yeah, that, was, yeah. that, was, that was open. No. big canvas. No, but, but, yeah, but, this, but look at this. We had a friend. Sorry. We, yeah, we we had a friend, so we so it got tagged the fuck all over the place. It was white, and then our friend was like, oh, we're gonna paint it all black. All black. So we all paint, black. We went over everything, and then some and little then this fuck. little fucker called Spacer. <laughs> Wrote it in fluorescent pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks nice. Yeah, I was on. I was on Instagram. Spacer. Yeah, he's like, like trying to find who, who it is. No, and the manager, yeah. she like calls us in the middle of the night. She's like, "Oh, can you get you? Can you like? Can can we change it if you can't change it?" And we're like, "So you know, it doesn't look that great." And this fucking fuckface does it again. <laughs> like, he just kept coming back. Yeah, he did and it. they it had to keep color. calling us. Yellow. No, he They're like, hey, the you really time. gotta take this paint off. We're like, we don't know who this person is. Like, yeah, we, we did buff it We up. actually thought there were two Hispanic guys. Uh, that were that do security and like the maintenance around here, oh, okay. and we're like, job. they had a huge box truck, double big as ours, and we're like, why isn't touched? they're why isn't they're getting touched, <laughs> and we're getting, and then finally we were we were actually happy. We pulled in one day and it says spacer. Yeah, I called that guy and I was like, yo man, we were starting to think that you were spacer. <laughs> Because hey, hey Spacer, like, just yell it down the hallway, see if he responds. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Think about graffiti is that so right now we're talking about this spacer guy. We're literally making him famous. You I know. know I mean? Spacer, like, wherever <laughs> you, you are. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's up. what the graffiti game's all about, man. It's about getting up. It's about getting your name out there, man. And yeah. my man teaches basically got up all around the world now. I've taken we tra taken trips to China, we've taken trips to you know Europe. Now mind you, I would not have gotten up in Shanghai if it had not been for him having a translator <laughs> with me. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, we I'm need that. Bad idea. Because I would not have done a single motherfucking thing if it had just been me. You want to in Shanghai? Are you man. fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they would love to take me in and just torture the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, they're not even nice to their, their, their public uh, traffic workers. Yeah. The safety uh, protocols and everything for their traffic workers, they're non-existent. When they're working at night, like on the, along the street and everything, they don't have the big lights set up for them or anything. <laughs> They got a fucker there with a flashlight. So, it's yeah, like, iPhone light. When Teach went to China. It was a pretty uh, uh, eye-opening experience for him, man. That was oh like first time God, in Asia man. for him. So it's cool, man. We've been I saw a guy walking along outside of the scaffolding. They had bamboo fucking scaffolding too, by the way. Bamboo <laughs> scaffolding. And this guy was like, fuck the scaffolding. They're taking too long. He walked out past the scaffolding. And the only reason why I saw him was because I saw like this bright flame going. Okay. And he had a blowtorch with him. <laughs> He was oh at least a four floors up. He was walking on a ledge that could not have been any wider than this, like scooting himself down and That's like blowtorching something. <laughs> and it was at least like 30 or 40 feet past where the uh, fucking the scaffolding. scaffolding. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's true. Like I said, man. So it's, it's just been super cool. It's been eye opening to actually travel with this guy and do art with him. Because, like, you know, we'll go to Europe, we'll go to art gallery, and then, like, literally went to art gallery. This I showed it. This lady, some of her art, and then he, she was like, you know what? Can you spray paint my shirt? And she literally oh, yeah. just took off her fucking shirt, <laughs> like, right there. That was in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? So, it's like, this, my man's like a rock star when he walks into some places, dude. So, I'm, I'm super just happy to be able to do so our from the time the him, time right? that you came out of art school, how long did it take before you actually started making money off of oh, doing I was, art? I was making money before uh, art school. I was airbrushing t-shirts and stuff. Oh, okay. So. But um, out of art school... I mean, I did a, a couple of 
magazine illustrations. And then after that, I just straight went straight to doing portraits. Yeah. So in L.A., like I always ask, and I mean, I know it's, you know, I've seen like, what's, what's that place? You like to go to that sub place? That was on a thing like a. Fat, fat cells. Fat cells. So like yeah, how they I have that Alec piece on there. Do these businesses pay somebody oh, like Alec? Oh, that's gone recently. What? It's gone? The biggie? Yeah, I don't know if you know about the latest news, actually. No. No, 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 the, the Alex uh, Monopoly? Uh, Monopoly man. He got like a lot. Do you hear about this? No. He got no. a lawsuit with Hasbro and. I remember, I think I asked you that last time. What? So the first time, so I was, yeah, so I was doing all the bookings at Excess and I didn't know who he was. And, uh, you know, he came in and, and did a painting and I, I had said to people, I'm like, does, does he, you know, his name's Alec Monopoly. I'm yeah. like. Is he like the does Monopoly family? <laughs> like, does he own the rights? And like, I like Monopoly I kept family. saying that I over and no. over. Well, in this game, we all, we often say, man, street artists don't ask for permission. They, they you know, I mean, they yeah. can't. Yeah. That ruins it. It's easier, it's easier to ask for forgiveness. forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this whole Alec thing actually is really recent. I just saw. Uh, I think Indecline put it up. Basically, like Hasbro had as a lawsuit with them. They basically removed that famous three Monopoly Man mural in the Melrose area. It's quite oh, sad, actually. Yeah, you know I, what I remember mean? seeing that. A one. lot of street artists are kind of like, I mean, I don't know, Alec. Uh, you know, he's, that's your whole career. If that's the only guy you're used to painting, it's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. What? Now mean, what? <laughs> he does like Richie Rich too. I think. Oh you know, yeah, 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 He's got, right, he's got right, plenty right. of other yeah. characters and so, stuff. But going does. back, but Fat Cells, like so that place. Yeah. Dave paid him to do that biggie mural um yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, they definitely like you know x create there was a big club and yes. create, yeah uh, yeah yeah they have yeah. actually that's what got alec monopoly started because his manager his brother came on our podcast before and he told him that <clears throat> they did the murals right outside just for uh create in la the nightclub and then they would go inside and all those people that were doing the bottle service they're like oh shit you're the artist that did that stuff outside they're all like doing blow with him yeah. inside the bottle service <laughs> and he just started like spray painting their jackets inside the club so and that's literally could, how they became famous could technically i mean could you know just like how you said hasbro or whatever technically could biggie's family for him doing an illustration of biggie could they yeah, come yeah. At him they, too, they, like, they saying, come out. like for example there's another a street artist named trust icon he does uh snoopy right and he does yeah. a lot of cool um, I mean, one of my favorite pieces from him, he has a cop holding a mushroom, the, one of those magic Mario mushrooms, talking to Mu Mario, saying, like, hey, don't do mushroom, basically scolding him, right? <laughs> and then <clears throat> he got a message, I think, from, like, uh, the Snoopy people, and we're like, hey, you got to stop painting Snoopy. But the thing Can is, you like, imagine, this... bro, like, hey, Snoopy hit me up, so stop <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <Hey>. Snoopy <laughs> pulled up. <laughs> it actually... comes down to if you're going to be um, uh, making reproductions. Reproductions, yeah. yes. If you're just doing a one-time piece and you're doing a portrait to somebody, they can't stop you from doing that. So, so what did they do with that with Alec? Are they saying he cannot do these Monopoly I mean, well, people? The thing is, like, well, they're telling him it's like a cease and assist, right? But the thing is, like, uh, the businesses that paid for his murals, like, they want them to take that down now. So that mural got painted over. Like I said, it's kind of sad to me, you know what I mean? But it is. Uh, uh, like I said, it's iconic piece in Melrose, you, you know what I mean? Right. So where are you at, um, teacher? You should have been right there. Like, hey, I can put another one up there. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too uh, hip on doing a whole lot of walls. Um, yeah. Just because whenever you do a wall, a lot of times they want it you to kind of keep it maintained. And dude, uh, there's just so many. Yeah. You know, guys out there with spray cans that you know, and just yeah, just to, you just hate on it. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, okay. Think about this. In in L.A., the most famous wall everybody knows is the pink wall, right? 
Yeah. The one that's just yeah. the pink one. Why? <coughs> yeah, why does everybody go over there? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of these spots. It's like, it's weird. It's, it's like a large pink wall. It's a large pink <laughs> wall. It's by that. It, it's like a it's, health, it's all, healthy restaurant. It's over by food kind, place. Of, kind of by cookies. Yeah, it's yeah. by, um, I forgot the guy's name that did, did the pink wall. But I'm just saying, like, it's funny because, like, uh, somebody made a comment. This is a... Uh, Late stage capitalism, man. Everybody just just takes yeah. it in front, in front of uh, the pink wall. It comes to L.A. for a tourist site. There's all these other things. Hollywood sign now. Let's take it in front of the fucking pink wall. You, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you can make that pink wall anywhere, man. It's not even. Spe- but like that's kind of like what L.A. is known for now. Street art is famous in L.A. You know what I mean? There's the pink wall. There's all these different photo shop, photo op spots. You know, it's no longer like the man's Chinese theater. It's like different street art spots, right? Well, there's also kind of a process. For, for most street artists, you know, they, they get into the game because they think, oh, you know, I'm going to get out there and, and, and get up and then get into a gallery and then sell my stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so then if they do get up and they get into a gallery, then usually you don't see them in the streets anymore. You know, it's very rare that a, an artist, a street artist, you know, goes into the gallery, starts doing the gallery and then goes back to Hit the, the streets. <laughs> you know, usually well, they just yeah. use that. To get Stepping into stone. the galleries, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the uh, there's the pink wall yeah. right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that shit gets Pos- tagged up Smith. all the fucking time. Okay, oh, okay? Yeah. you know what I mean? Like I remember Thrashbird. Why did why don't oh, they yeah. get tagged? No, he just said they get. Oh, yeah, 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 no, they right, do yeah, get they'll, tagged. They, you know, okay. every once in a while, like everything gets tagged. Yeah, yeah. they you got know? they got. The That's pink, what I was gonna say. Now that everything in LA is boarded up, is street art gone crazy now? With well, actually, we worked with this one company called ArtShare LA, and they actually. Um, all the boarded up businesses because of all the riots happening, right? Mm-hmm. They actually uh, funded all these different artists to paint um, images on those blocks. Yeah, up. most of them are like professionally uh, done. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So they actually it looks, named it. it, does look, it they named that whole thing called. Uh, there's Crashford <laughs> fucking it up. There you go. Shout out to Crashford. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's cool because, like, during this whole period of time, they they named that campaign, Let's Paint the Town, uh, similar to our podcast, basically. And there's all these different artists who have been on the show that went out and designed a a boarded-up window. You know what I mean? So, for us, it's just, like, it's super cool because this community of street art, man, it's, like, tight and, uh, you you know, it's super welcoming. And there's some really cool people inside, man. Yeah, Yeah, and and I got into it um, as kind of like an activist, really. That's what got me into doing the street art. Um, but then, you know, I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that these pieces that I put out on the street, most of the time it doesn't, you know, make any kind of difference with any fucking thing. You know what I mean? But I realize that it's, it's more of a therapeutic thing for myself. And so, I you know, it. once I came to grips with that, um, I was doing a lot of political pieces. Um, you know, whatever would make me angry, I'd do a piece or whatever. And then it just got to where, you know, with the past administration, it was such a divide that was caused such a polar opposites. I realized that, man, people are either, you know, cheering me on or, you know, they're just, I'm making them angry. And it's not really what I want to accomplish with this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So within the past, I don't know, I'd say maybe eight months, 10 months or so, maybe longer, um, I've been concentrating more on actually animals and, you know, still putting peaceful images out there and everything and just doing more animals and less people. Like that sculpture you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brought in your little... And what's uh, the message between this little guy? Well, it's just a little pit bull. And um, he's got the learn, teach, peace uh, star on there. And so he's a peaceful pup. 
And what what is, what is this spray can right here? What is yeah? What, what is, is this? this? This is a project that uh, my friend James here um, was mostly responsible for, and I got to tell you, this is like the Graffiti World's Fight Club, really, to get a, a new spray paint line going. Um, they don't want to deal with small businesses like the the company that, that we're working with which is the og of og let's go to the Seymour. name first our, our the name is go spray paint right and then um you flip it around flip actually it around, the can, and then it's actually no no sorry upside down. Yeah. oh flip it around and it says upside og down. spray paint right there basically oh, okay. you know what i mean and the reason go spray paint is a nice name right double entendre but it's actually made by the inventor of spray paint seymour spray paint the og's of OGs is doing our spray paint line, basically. Have you guys ever been hit up by that? There's that guy out here named Armani who does that graffiti mansion. Oh, I heard about that in Are those Miami, guys, right? Miami. No, it's here in, oh, it's here in Las Vegas. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that those are he, some pretty he had, legit he was hanging graffiti with Jake people. Paul. Yeah, no, I saw something about that. They, um, they, they paint did this the wedding, mansion like, the wedding, the Tina the Mojo, Jake Paul wedding. You know, I heard about a, it, but I mean, whoa. you know, we should probably take a visit out there. I mean, we probably have some mutual friends too, but in you know, the graffiti game is pretty big and, um, you know, probably work with them. Uh, yeah, I think most of the guys he got from what I heard, you know, they came from the UK or whatever. He'd fly them out. You know, there was a couple of painters around here that were really dope and they were like, this guy hit us up to do all this work for nothing and we're like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> and and so like yeah that's like, you know i kind of wondered how he did it because i'm like some of these dudes i mean there's yeah i mean there's legit. that's a big problem too is that a lot of businesses you know they want you to come and do something on their wall because you're going to get good good exposure yeah you know and it's like well uh yeah but when i'm having to to pay my you know water bill and everything you know they don't take that exposure, exposure doesn't really pay off for that. So. Hey, how how did you feel when uh, Alec Monopoly was like, "We're gonna take your your podcast name"? Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I saw I saw your there your comments. You 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 put shots fired real quick. You're like, "Yeah, you'll be hearing from my manager or my my lawyer." No, I just said interesting name. Um, <laughs> yeah, for a podcast. You know, dude. I was I didn't I I didn't know you guys, and I mean I don't I don't even know Alec, but I'm like man of all the people i'm like that guy's got the fucking money he's fucking he's gonna be a hard he's gonna be a problem i i thought luckily it worked out peacefully and and quickly and yeah. it's it mainly has to do with the fact that i know everyone that helped them out yeah they're James, friends uh, with me. alec monopoly tried to just dolo their name paint the like down started, podcast well, started his brother his brother, his brother and uh, his manager right yeah, so avery uh, yeah so they they started a podcast and it called paint the that's town like, podcast that's like james here saying he's gonna call himself super james but like i said did, like, it, did it even launch or how, how no they launched they had like eight episodes and they had like people like they had heavy hitters like yeah, retina yeah, yeah, like yeah, straight yeah. up just right at the very beginning yeah we're we don't i don't know retina man you, you know what i mean i would love to have him on the show or whatever we know friends who know retina and things like that but you know we're, we're building he had the money he had the network mm -hmm. and then um what's cool well, is we that just had it before him and right i mean that's his that. homework yeah james did his homework and he got the fucking copyright mm -hmm. <laughs> trademark yeah i got an official fucking patent from the u.s patent office you already had it fucking yeah, Asian. you know what yeah, I mean? so i'm like look it. so it's yeah. like he could, the guy he still could have made it hard for us and everything 
But like I said, yeah, luckily, at that point it just would have been a headache. He would have just to be a dick. He well, would have dragged like, hey, it I'll out give you for five thousand dollars. Let us con- continue using the fucking show. I'm like, look, Dude, look James, you want to know how mad I am? So Eminem named me True back in 1999. Now Hilton's got a whole hotel line oh, called yeah. True. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I, True's every fucking where now. I'm like, God damn it. Everybody's <laughs> taking True. Yeah, I'm like, shit. I could have been suing everyone. <laughs> yeah, but so you, I, yeah. I basically named off to to um and on. Every single guy that helped him and his brother, like you know, this guy, yeah, he's he's friends with mine. We've done this. This guy that helped you out, yeah, he's also my buddy. And this guy, yeah, that's I helped him out with this. So everyone that helped you out are basically friends of mine. And so he finally realized that if he did try to get away with that, he's going to have so many people. He's going to look stupid in the circle. But do you but do you think before they did it, it's always that subliminal thing? They had to have known. They they had to have known. No. Honestly, I, I know that he's... They're just so stuck in their world. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that they didn't bother. So he's like no one. Well, he's said also something. I like, no, you didn't he he after that had... many episodes, someone said something. Or <laughs> he already he had a TV show that he was going to do mm-hmm. called Paint the Town, and a uh, book said. as well. Mm-hmm. So he just automatically thought that well, you know, no one's going to be doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't do just, his homework. It was yeah. that simple. Just like he did with the Monopoly character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, yeah. He's been taking people's shit for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's, uh, that, that's, I think that's why it receives, he receives so much hate because like the whole theme of Monopoly is like stealing other people's riches. Right. And then right. it's like, he starts painting it. It's like this nice, like ironic thing that he's stealing this image. Right. But then he just actually, it blows up for him too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then, so it's like, now he's become the bad guy actually. Right. See, I just, I just told Domo, I had this guy, uh, he, he, I wake up one morning he's like, yo, put, put all your money on GameStop or whatever. Oh, so, I threw, oh. so I threw a bunch of money on there, quadrupled it, cashed out. And then I was like, I don't know why I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. I tried it a second time and and, and lost it all. Oh. Uh, but I, but I, it was, I was cool. That one that one withdrawal yeah. was fun. Gambling, was, all on red. Gambling, yeah. another number. Well, I was laughing because I'm like, do you realize the site that we're on is called fucking Robinhood? <laughs> <laughs> Steal from the rich and give them like them motherfuckers stole from all of us on that site. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you know, and then now that every the cat's out the bag, it's like they can manipulate stocks. Yeah. It's, all it, it's just like yeah, people still do it. Well, what, what if I? Can, yeah, what no, if I can... no, they they just saw that first boom and they're like, it's gonna happen again. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing out. about Alec is like actually he's had some. Um, uh, they just had a controversial career because for a little bit they like outsourced some of the uh, sketching of their oh, paintings. Yeah. Mike Mozart to like a, a oh, wow. uh, like, Mike Mozart. Yeah, Mike Mozart, this one online YouTube illustrator. So then I think like. You know, that came out of the bag. So this guy was saying, like, he did all of Alec Monopoly's work. Oh, wow. You know, you know what I mean? So, so he had a pretty rough 2020. I mean, no, it wasn't in 2020. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's been, uh, it's like been said, going that long. Careers kind of just like, because they've been so successful. Mm-hmm. People come after him. Yeah, people come after him, yeah. you know? And to me, you know, I'll, I'll admit, at first, I didn't really, like, know them. I didn't have any good feelings for them. But after we had, like, our meetings with uh, uh, Alec's brother, a- Avery, man, I mean, like I said, you know, they, they're they're killing the game, man. You, you know, and, teacher, uh, you're like, I'll fucking strangle you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the that was the kind a, of the mood I got from that look. Fuck. He's a little yeah. bitty guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, man. I mean, at the end of the day, we come from the same place. I always say, like, that's why we were able to work it out, like very peacefully, man. Or else, like I said, I got the trademark. We'll go to fucking court. You right, know, right, you know right. what I mean? So, no, but it's always good when stuff's like, where they're like, yo, you have it in the bag, but if we can just do it, like I said, we could have squashed it We could have taken his on. money. You, sure you know what I mean? I'm sure he's but a little mad like, about man, it. We're but... not really in this for the fuck. I mean, we are in it to make money, but like, 
Look, man, we don't want a second fucking Paint the Town podcast, man. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. this doesn't no. work about street art. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. Why would you want that? Exactly. Man. Anyways, man, it's been real, you guys. Yeah, uh, I gotta. I don't even know what I gotta go do. You don't got shit, shit to do. Run. Uh, but it was a pleasure having you, teacher. Thank we you appreciate so you much coming for by. Yes, and oh, same yeah. with you, shenanigans. Oh, Thanks yeah, for thank bringing these again, cool man. people. Um, next time you should bring Jeeves. Oh yeah, yeah. Him. So I don't know if you guys know. Um, I used to DJ with somebody else, and then he quit on me, so I had to replace. Hey, it. we know all about people that quit and DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot hire good people. <clears throat> yeah. So actually, uh, last time you made an appearance on Domo's episode of our podcast, I have this Muppet named West Coast Jeeves, okay? So basically, he's like my bad influence, man. This guy always like, you know, just hangs out with chicks and does a bunch of drugs, man. So like, this guy jumped on him. Hangs out with who? Like, girls like Sophie D and <laughs> Exactly, right? You know, check out, Sophie just came on our podcast. He was super cool, man. And, uh, you know, uh, he's going to be taking a trip to visit Domo in a little bit. And we might Yeah, we were, we were talking about, like, renting the Playboy um, suite and, like, doing some content with him. Right now would be some, a good uh, time to rent porn. that suite. Yeah. Especially since the palms are closed. I'm about to look at it. I'm about to, I'm about it's to probably, look at it's, it. It's probably pretty That's cheap. That's why we need to get in if that you can, If you can pick a lock. Yeah. Get right up in there. <laughs> yeah, they probably no. I think I actually heard. Even though the Palms is closed, I think they are actually still renting their suites out. But mm. we'll figure it out. But you know, know like you said, not, you doesn't. guys are like our sister show, man. We always promote you guys. You know, I know we have some like uh, crossover listeners, man. So we want to give a shout out to all the people who listen to Paint the Town podcast and Green yes. Room Radio. So yeah, and how do we find you, teacher? How to on, uh, uh, like Instagram at teacher one. And uh, no. the website is uh, Drop the second e. teacher1.com. <laughs> and and how would you spell that? You, I remember you saying drop the E, so it's T. Teach and teach. then R. Teach, teach and then R, R. so you're R. dropping the last teacher. E. You know, I we all like to drop arrested. E, man. Shit. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so all wow. you love, yeah, all you lovely ladies, make sure you uh, go tag his DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up in the, get up in my DMs. And like I said, if, if you want a stencil cut out, man, by the stencil master, man, I mean. I know I do. Oh, shit. I know I do already. <laughs> already off the bat. I've been yeah. talking. I want, I want lessons. Oh, yeah. There you go, Can man. I join the class. Teach has a few videos. Go check them out on our page, youtube.com yeah, slash Ellie Stewart Gallery. All right, man. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you, Thank guys. you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank Peace. you.